Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the built-for-you program that allows you to customize your Ford vehicle exactly how you want it. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can get in on all the action using the promo code A to Z Sports and find out about their odds boost and profits that they are providing to you with that promo code A to Z Sports. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what you can get with the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, or you can sell for more with the Gary Ashton team. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will get you taken care of with three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky. Brymac.com. Okay, so roster cuts were made. Uh, the situation for the Titans was a little complicated today with the idea that there are, and in fact, we'll spend more time on this later, but basically they're not done finalizing this year's roster. In fact, they're probably working behind the eight ball more than any other team because Chad Gum on Facebook Live says, uh, glad Sergeant made the team. And yes, uh, Makai Sergeant did make the team, but he probably won't be on the team, if that makes any sense, Chad, because he made the cut today. But the cut is complicated by the idea that this team has, you know, nine players still on the COVID list. But we'll have time to talk about that here in just a second. What I want to focus in on was a massive cut that was made today because Alonzo Alonzo Henderson points out on YouTube that the number 10 should never be allowed to be worn by anybody for the Tennessee Titans franchise. And that's because the number 10 most recently worn by Des Fitzpatrick uh, yeah, he got cut today as a fourth-round pick. Now, if you've paid attention to any of my coverage, if you've paid attention to any of what the other Titans reporters are saying about, you know, whether it's Teron or Paul Kaharski or uh, Luke Worsham, we've all been talking to you about the idea that Des Fitzpatrick, it's not cutting it right now. And so the irony of him being cut today not at all lost on me. So I want to start there, and then we'll move on to the roster at large. I want you to give me one word to describe the Titans cutting Des Fitzpatrick, their rookie fourth-round pick at a Louisville that they traded three draft choices to go up and get. Let me know in the comments section, and we'll talk about it together on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give me your response. What one word describes the situation with Des Fitzpatrick. While you guys do that, your Two Rivers Ford take, I will tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business, not just because of their incredible American-made Ford vehicles, not just because of their award-winning customer service, because of the new ideas that they are constantly pumping out at Two Rivers Ford. Ideas like the Built For You program that you can now be a part of at Two Rivers Ford. The Built For You program is what it allows you to do is you can order any Ford, any color with any available features and accessories from Two Rivers Ford and have your vehicle delivered right to your door. It's just another way that Two Rivers Ford makes buying a vehicle easy. So if it's not on the lot in Mount Juliet, it's not a problem at all. Two Rivers Ford will order the exact Ford you want 
built just for you. So ask about the all-new Built For You program at Two Rivers Ford today. Two Rivers Ford. Love where you buy your Ford. Uh, so your Two Rivers Ford take is what we're focused on right now. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch what one word describes this Des Fitzpatrick transaction. T. Douglas says inevitable. Lonzo on Twitter goes with sad. Uh, inevitable is also a word by Ryan Dominic. Jonathan Hernandez says tragic. And I guess, Jonathan, I would ask you to be more specific. Like, tragic for who? Or for whom? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it tragic for the Titans? Well, maybe in the long term, because you want guys on rookie contracts, understanding that AJ is going to get super expensive here pretty soon, and that Julio Jones is already kind of expensive, but if he has a good year, we'll want another contract. And I just read an article in The Athletic today about how toxic that can be when Julio wants a new contract with years left on his deal. Just ask Arthur Blank, who owns the Falcons. Um, so, tragic. Tragic for Des Fitzpatrick, probably, because I'm sure he's, you know, I'm sure he's heartbroken about this. But more than anything, man, I, it's not like he wasn't given the opportunities. Now, maybe some guys just can't hack it in the league. And it's he's not the first fourth-round pick to be cut. And, in fact, he wasn't the only fourth-round pick to be cut this week, uh, given that roster cuts were made today and finalized at 3 p.m. Central Time. So some dudes just don't have the makeup to be a professional football player. Now, I'm not saying that this is the end of Des Fitzpatrick. In fact, it's entirely possible that he ends up back on the practice squad. Um, I, I think he's going to clear waivers because it's not like any other team has been terribly impressed with him. Right now, so it's something that, and a lot of other teams didn't have high draft grades on him, which is why the trade up for him was so curious in the in the uh, on day three of the NFL draft this year. But I mean, I guess you know, tragic for tragic for his family. Um, and it's it's probably it's probably a little dramatic. I, I guess I just I feel for him. I do. But I don't think that this was a situation that he couldn't have avoided, right? Because Mike Vrabel has spoken on the idea that he needed to see a lot more from him, from Des Fitzpatrick in practice. Uh, you started to see him make strides, but still it wasn't enough to really break away from the rest of the pack. And the pack, by the way, with the Titans wide receiver core is really good this year. So it's not like they uh, are lacking because of his absence in the year 2021. Now, it could have implications down the road, sure. Uh, and maybe he ends up back in the team, back with the team in some capacity, but I doubt it. I look at this more than anything, and I say, you know, it's pretty damning that the Titans kept seven wide receivers this year. Now, those numbers may change as guys come off the COVID list, but right now there's seven players at that position on this 53-man roster, and none of them are Des Fitzpatrick. That's a really, really big indictment of the progress or lack thereof that Des Fitzpatrick has made. And it kind of goes back to, you know, on Sunday, Mike Vrabel was not in a good mood. And I understand, you know, his half, half of his offense is on COVID on the COVID list right now. And there's 12 days to go. And he's just now going to be able to get back into the swing of things tomorrow himself coming out of the COVID protocol after Tampa Bay. So, you know, that he's going to be a little, little salty, but, Ben Arthur of the Tennessean, and he used a word that Vrabel himself doesn't 
uh, did not use about Des Fitzpatrick. Ben Arthur asked Vrabel if he, you know, based on how he had kind of expressed some displeasure about Des Fitzpatrick's lack of progress, you know, how had he seen him come through training camp? And Mike, you know, didn't necessarily take kindly to that answer. This is a clip from my radio show on Monday with Mike Vrabel and Ben Arthur. Now, we just had a press conference with Mike Vrabel. We had a press conference yesterday with Mike Vrabel as well, as he remains in quarantine. We always have to we always have a press conference the day after the game so that Mike has the opportunity to watch the film. Yesterday, Ben Arthur of the Tennessean, he's he's new here, and he was he had a bit of a trial by fire yesterday because he asked Mike Vrabel about being displeased with Des Fitzpatrick. And Mike was in no mood for words being put in his mouth. Hey Mike, how would you assess the the training camp and, and preseason overall that, that Des Fitzpatrick had? You had mentioned early how, you know, just kind of you, you were sort of displeased with his progress. He he seemed to have a good week in um Tampa had some good, you know, recent practices and then um you know seemed to ha- have a drop in, in in the end zone um yesterday. Just how would you kind of assess what he did and and where do you see him um, at this point? Um, did I use displease or did you use that term for me? What you had said was, well, the, the way you had said when you were asked about. I think I said one word. I said a lot, right? What would he have to do? And I think Oh, I yeah, said, a lot. Yeah, correct. Okay. Because, see, I know, like. I, I get I get on here and now's a chance for you guys to all ask me all the questions. You know, I'll stay on here as long as I can. I got a staff meeting after this, but it's a great chance for you guys to get all the, the questions that you have. You know, I got a lot of time, so I get to, to follow everybody's social media accounts. Now, you guys all have a lot to, to question and say on social media, and so we should use this time now that we can interact. Uh, and get all those questions answered. You know, there was. I don't care what Mike Vrabel has to say about Desmond's no, no need for the actual answer. <laughs> oh my God, it's so bad. I, lo- I love Vrabel just stating what media availability is. <laughs> this is the time for you to ask me the question. <laughs> the silence, and then God love Ben because I've been okay. I I don't think I've ever gotten it that bad. Like the the most that Mike Mike Vrabel got pissed at me one time because I said something about the third field about a Dory Jackson, then it becomes a whole joke on Twitter, whatever. But <laughs> the way that Ben start, I mean, immediately just put on skates, starts stuttering. Welcome to the Titans Media Corps, Ben Arthur of the Tennessee, and that is how you will become one of us. He does a great job. Oh, he does. He really does. I like Ben a lot. I think he's gonna do great work. But God, <laughs> the silence when when Vrabel goes. Did I say displeased or did you say that word for me? And then it just sits there. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's like Tennessee fans watching Nebraska fans. Like you revel in it and you enjoy watching it because you understand what it's like. Well, and then you turn on your team on, on Thursday and you're like, oh. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> we use that clip. It makes me, I mean, I'm telling you guys, I'm sitting here in my chair because, you know, we're all, I hate the Zooms. I We all need Mike Vrabel out of quarantine. Thank God he's coming back tomorrow so we can do press conferences in person again because he's, yes, he's he, he hates being on Zoom. He hates dealing with us when he's on Zoom. I mean, I, I don't think he's crazy about dealing with us just in principle, but my God. <laughs> but like, you know, Ben, so 
even though Ben got got, because the moral of the story is, the moral of playing that clip is, even though Ben Arthur got got in that moment by Mike Vrabel, he wasn't wrong. I mean, he, Ben may have put a word in Vrabel's mouth that Vrabel did not necessarily say when talking about his displeasure with Des Fitzpatrick, but clearly there are plenty of people in that organization who are displeased with Des Fitzpatrick because he's out on his ass as a fourth round pick. So it's funny, poor Ben. I mean, listen, that's a tough spot to be in. I, I have been, I've, I don't know that I've ever had, I, and you just heard me play the clip from my radio show on Monday. I mean, I, I don't know that it's ever been that cringeworthy for me, but I know that it's happened to plenty of others. And I know that Ben can now officially claim to be a Titans media member because Mike Vrabel put his ass on skates and that's happened. It's He's not the first media member that that's happened to, but by God, that's funny. It still takes the point home, though, that they were not happy with Des Fitzpatrick's progress. So as bad as Ben looks in that moment, he wasn't off base. And that, you know, the result today bears that out. So what's one word? To describe Des Fitzpatrick being released by the Titans today during roster cutdown day. Uh, we'll get to some more of your comments here in just a second. <laughs> Rob DeMeo, or Roy DeMeo says, Vrabe's face just says, shut your pie hole. I mean, that's just, yeah, Mike Vrabel's fr- face perpetually says, shut your pie hole. Now, what will what will be funny tomorrow, and if you guys don't already uh, listen to Bussin' with the Boys, Taylor Lewan and Will Compton's podcast, um, I'm on Bussin' with the Boys tomorrow, which we taped it on Monday, so that episode will drop tomorrow morning, I think at like 6 a.m. Uh, and we talked, Will and Darren Bates and myself, about like the player versus media dynamic and Mike Vrabel in between. I think you guys will really enjoy that conversation. Mark Bernard, CPA, says, how can you guys handle interviewing Vrabel? <laughs> most, most days we can't. <laughs> There's no good way to do it most days. You just got to stick your head down. Make sure you come correct and be prepared for a follow-up because he's going to go back at you sometimes. And you better be quick on the unmute button if you want to. If you don't want to sound like Ben just sounded there, Ben was not prepared, and thus the uh, thus the stuttering began. But I have been I have been the stutterer before, so it is an unpleasant situation. The silence from Ben is hilarious. Is Calentai? What's one word to describe <laughs> Dom Odell? What you had said was looking ass. <laughs> I love that. Uh, <laughs> but what was what is one word <laughs> to describe? You know what, Reed? I think producer Reed. I think we should change my answer because we talked about my answer before that, and I had said initially lackadaisical. But you know what? <laughs> you know what my answer is going to be? I'm going to say displeased, <laughs> not just not just to troll Vrabel or Ben Arthur or anybody else, but like. That's about as good a word as you could put on this situation. I'll tell you why displeased is the word here in just a second. Continue to tell me why you think one word to describe the Titans cutting Des Fitzpatrick is. I'll tell you why mine is displeased in just a moment right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is getting you in the center of the action 
with great offers like what's coming up for week one of the NFL because football is right around the corner. You can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. And all customers can participate in DraftKings Week 1 no-brainer. For opening night, all customers can double their money as long as Tampa Bay doesn't lose by 74 points. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code WTN to receive $200, or excuse me, A to Z Sports. Use code A to Z Sports to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's code A to Z Sports for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and in Tennessee to bet. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. So displeased is the word that I will use uh, because I think it's a perfect one. Roy says, LOL, did I say displeased? Yeah, let's, I mean, do we want to run it back again? Do we need to run it back again? I think it might be funny to run it back again. My word to describe the Titans cutting Des Fitzpatrick, damn sure, it's displeased. Now, we just had a press conference with Mike Vrabel. We had a press conference yesterday with Mike Vrabel as well, as he remains in quarantine. We always have to, we always have a press conference the day after the game so that Mike has the opportunity to watch the film. Yesterday, Ben Arthur of the Tennessean, he's he's new here, and he was he had a bit of a trial by fire yesterday because he asked Mike Vrabel about being displeased with Des Fitzpatrick. And Mike was in no mood for words being put in his mouth. Hey Mike, how would you assess the the training camp and, and preseason overall that, that Des Fitzpatrick had? You had mentioned early how, you know, just kind of you you were sort of displeased with his progress. He he seemed to have a good week in um, Tampa had some good, you know, recent practices and then, um, you know, seemed to ha- have a drop in, in, in the end zone um, yesterday. Just how would you kind of assess what he did and, and where do you see him um, at this point? Um, did I use displease or did you use that term for me? What you had said was, well, the, the way you had said when you were asked about. I think I said one word. I said a lot, right? What would he have to do? And I think Oh, I yeah, said, a lot. Yeah, correct. Okay. Because, see, I know, like, I I get I get on here, and now's a chance for you guys to all ask me all the questions. You know, I'll stay on here as long as I can. I got a staff meeting after this, but it's a great chance for you guys to get all the, the questions that you have. You know, I got a lot of time, so I get to, to follow everybody's social media accounts. Now, you guys all have a lot to, to question and say on social media, and so we should use this time now that we can interact uh, and get all those questions answered. You know, there was... I don't care what Mike Frable has to say about Desmond's no, no need for the actual answer. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so bad. I, lo- I love Brable just stating what media availability is. <laughs> this is the time for you to ask me the question. <laughs> the silence. And then God love Ben because I've been, okay, I, I don't think I've ever gotten it that bad. Like the, the most, Mike Brable Mike got pissed at me one time because I said something about the third field about a Dory Jackson, and then it becomes a whole joke on Twitter, whatever. But the way that Ben starts, I mean, immediately just put on skates, starts stuttering, 
Welcome to the Titans Media Corps, Ben Arthur of the Tennessean. That is how you will become one of us. He does a great job. Oh, he does. He really does. I like Ben a lot. I think he's going to do great work. But God, <laughs> the silence when when Vrabel goes, did I say displeased or did you say that word <laughs> for me? And then it just sits there. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's like Tennessee fans watching Nebraska fans. Like, you revel in it and you enjoy watching it because you understand what it's like. Well, and then on you turn on your team on, on Thursday and you're like, oh. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> displeased is the word. Displeased is how they should feel about this, Fitzpatrick, even if Mike Rabel doesn't want to say that. Uh, displeased is how John Robinson should feel about the fact that he traded three draft picks to go up and get this guy. Displeased is how the fan base should feel with the idea that the fourth-round draft pick is out on the street because he just wasn't good enough. Displeased is the word to describe the Des Fitzpatrick experience. Maybe he ends up back on their practice squad. It's possible. But I just don't think with this year's depth that there's any need for him if he can't if he can't make the top seven out of the gate. You know, why bother? Move on. And that's even if you are, and you should be critical of John Robinson's misses as of late. I think that's completely fair game. And we've actually reached out to the Titans about putting John Robinson on the radio show this week. So hopefully, whether it's tomorrow or, or later in the week, hope that, that we we hope that we can make that happen and, and kind of, you know, understand where John where John is at with that pick specifically and how he made his decision to ultimately move on from him. And that's always something that to John's credit, you know, I'd rather have somebody who's willing to cut bait on a mistake rather than let it linger and potentially get worse, right? There's no, if, if, if you, if you don't have time for it, move on. So I think displeased is the word that ultimately makes the most sense to me. Um, and uh, you know, we, we had, we had people on the radio show in April talking about how Des Fitzpatrick, this was even before we had discussed Des Fitzpatrick to the Titans. This was before day one of the draft. We had Robert Simpson on from the 33rd team. And he said, this was on April the 28th. I remember because I literally just pulled the clip to, to re-watch what, what, uh, what, uh, what Robert had to say about it. And basically he said, yeah, this is a player that we've identified with the biggest bust potential out of this year's wide receiver class. He, there, there is something there, not, you know, not his attitude. This is just taking his athletic, uh, his athletic indicators basically and kind of making judgments on you know things like 40 time and it's it's basically they they scored him i think the ras is is the acronym that that stands for uh, i think it's like relative athletic success score or something like that anyway i can't remember the exact terminology but what it was was i very clearly remember asking him and reading the article seeing des fitzpatrick's name at the top of the list being like ah oh, you know the titans are in the market for a wide receiver probably too they could why why is this one one that they should not go near? And of course they trade up to go get him, which is just just spot on. Uh Tony Yayo on YouTube says was just arguing with Kaharski about Titans cutting Mason Kinsey. PK not a big proponent of Scrappy Kinsey. Dude called him slow on Facebook. Um, well, yeah, no, he was slow. What's what's to argue there? I don't, there's no argument to be had there. Mason can, you know, he's fine. He's productive during the preseason and this was not going to be the camp or this was not going to be the team for him because they've got way better wide receivers. Well, not way better, but they've got better wide receivers at their disposal than Mason Kinsey. So yeah. And sure as hell, he's not fast. So I don't, I don't know that he's outright slow. Like he could obviously beat me in a foot race, but um, there, there wasn't anything, there wasn't anything special about Mason Kinsey other than 
you know, people, people liked him and he was, his number was called a lot and that's great. And he performed and perhaps he'll get a job elsewhere, but there's no need for him here in Tennessee and that's okay. Uh, let's move on and let's, uh, Jen says, Oh, I love Rabel. Uh, can't miss his press conferences. Yeah, the press conferences are a trip. No alert says, yeah, but he ran a four, three buck. Stop it. I'm not doing this again. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to do this. Melba says Buck Kinsey is not slow. I mean, he's slow for a wide receiver, Melba. Like it's, I'm not, what I'm saying is not anything that's controversial. Like he's just, there's not, again, I, I, I'm saying this respectfully. It's just, there's nothing special about Mason Kinsey that has all of you guys. It's just like Makai Sargent. Makai Sargent is probably going to be off the roster as soon as McNichols and Evans come back. So like this obsession that the fan base has with these two players. And I say this, you know, having, the utmost respect for how hard it is to make an NFL roster and that these guys are very young in their career so far, and and hopefully this is not their last opportunity. Um, while Makai Sargent currently sits on the 53 because McNichols is on the COVID list and Darrington Evans is dealing with injury. But more than anything, Melba, there's just there's no reason to be this bent out of shape about this particular guy when the rest of your wide receiver core looks the way that it does. So I'm not, you know, I'm not attacking this dude, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's not that deep. Uh, Eric says, I'm with you, Buck. I don't see what's so special about Kenzie. Well, you know, uh, and nothing special, apparently, about Des Fitzpatrick either because he finds himself on the outs. All right, let's move on, and let's talk about, uh, well, Eric says, how many wide receivers do you think we have on the 53? Well, I don't, it's not a matter of how many I think. I know you have seven. Like that's, that's the number. The number was decided. Now, maybe that changes, uh, as guys come back off of the COVID list, but right now you've got seven, um, and really eight, uh, because McMath again is on the COVID list. So potentially you can keep him through. And I don't think he ends up on the 53 anyway. I think that Nick Westbrook Akina is the better option there, but if you can get him through waivers, uh, after roster cut, now that roster cuts have concluded, you can put him on the practice squad and you can try and develop him that way. Uh, I wish McNichols would get the boot besides pass pro. He's slow. Well, it's yeah, but you can't ignore the pass pro because that's something that you need in obvious passing situations. And in obvious passing situations, Derrick Henry is rarely on the field, but we're not going to get bogged down there. So let's talk about the roster. Let's talk about the roster uh, in more detail. The question that I have for you guys is what's your main takeaway from this Titans 53-man roster? I'll tell you all 17 of the names that got released today. Uh, we will discuss at length together who or what is your main takeaway from the Titans 53-man roster. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will have this conversation together, and uh, we will discuss it right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. I'm laughing because they just put out the uh, they just put out the Bussin' with the Boys trailer with me and Bates. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch that after the show is finished. But in the meantime, I know that I'm going to enjoy my finishing my show and finishing uh, finishing my evening in my dream address without the stress, courtesy of the Gary Ashton team. I found my home with the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, and I could not be more pleased with how the process went for me. Just as so many of their customers are pleased with how the home buying process and how the home search went for them, like Randy Elrod, who writes in on the Google reviews for the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Realtor Jared Curcio, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing Jared's last name, but uh, Jared was a pleasure to work with. 
selling our country retreat. He was able to get exactly the price I desired and was the consummate professional during the entire process. I would highly recommend him without any reservation at all. Two thumbs way up. Also, he and his Ashton company, uh, Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, did a great job promoting our property. We were so impressed. Randy had a great experience. I had a great experience. You will have a great experience with the Gary Ashton uh, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. Uh, okay, so what was your what was your main takeaway from the Titans 53-man roster? Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll discuss at length together throughout the course of the show. Um, roster situation is fluid, says Brian McNeil. I would say that's accurate. Who's Anthony Rush? I barely heard the name yesterday, and he made the roster, says Eric Steele. Well, he's the big nose tackle um, that actually was just on the COVID list and is somebody, if you watched our 53-man... Now, I'm not... Listen, I'm not saying that that you should pay attention to 53-man roster projections because I think those things are silly and a waste of time. But, of course, we did one for A to Z Sports because you guys love it, and if you guys want to talk about it, then we'll talk about it, um, even as I detest them. But when we did the, the 53-man roster show on Friday, myself, uh, Luke Worsham, and Austin Stanley, which you can go check out in the podcast feed or the video still available as well. Um, you know, I talked about Anthony Rush making this roster over somebody like Woodrow Hamilton IV, who had seen a little bit more playing time, but ultimately was not the kind of, not the kind of player that they were looking for. They needed a, a, the type of player that they didn't currently have on the roster and Anthony Rush is a pure, big-bodied nose tackle. I don't know how much else he can do. I We will see how he fares in certain matchups. Perhaps he ends up out on the streets as well as the fifth defensive lineman. I think the fifth defensive lineman, if he had not gotten hurt, would have been Trayvon Coley. He was playing really well uh, before he was put on IR after the Falcons preseason game. But Anthony Rush is a 340-pound nose tackle. And now he's uh, he's sitting in the center of your defense. Um, Kinsey should have made the team hands down over Westbrook, says EA. Well, no, that's not true um, because Kinsey, as, as Kinsey's usage was uh, on special teams, was as a returner, and you have that in Chester Rogers, and he's not as good a gunner as Nick Westbrook Aquina, so Westbrook Aquina wins. I don't I don't see it's not even a hands down situation. It's like literally. They just told you the situation. We've been telling you the situation. I, I just <laughs> let the Mason Kinsey thing go. It's crazy to me. Um, that Chester Rogers and Johnson will play a role for our team this year, says Omar Watt. You shouldn't be surprised by that if you've been paying attention to the reports coming out lately. Um, my main takeaway is that we have about 20 special teams cover guys, says Dustin Honeycutt. Well, listen, you want as many dudes that can do multiple things for you as humanly possible. That's why a guy like John Simon doesn't make the roster. Because Derek Roberson is going to play special teams. Uh, Ola Dengi is going to play special teams. That stuff matters. Um, let's see. Uh, can't believe Daniel Munyer um, made the team, says Jeff Sawyer. Well, again, Jeff, here's here's what here's my main takeaway: that this roster currently is not the roster that's going to be the case in in twelve days when the Titans kick off against the Cardinals. It's going to look, I don't know, like much different, but it's going to look pretty different uh, because you, so nine, nine players on the COVID list currently and three coaches technically until Vrabel comes off it tomorrow, um, three coaches plus the nine players. So the nine players who are on the COVID list, they don't count against your 53. So you can just, you know, you can just basically write them off 
as you look to do your roster construction and get a couple guy extra guys through the cuts that you may want to you know try and work through your practice squad. Then when the guys that are on the COVID list come off, you can readjust your roster accordingly. And that's basically the case for the roster right now. Don't get bent out of shape about it, right? It's not something that's going to be that deep. Like Makai Sargent is probably not going to be on this roster in two weeks. And I don't say that as a as a, an attack on Makai Sargent. It's just the nature of where they are right now in the roster construction process and the guys that they have available to them. He He deserves a shot. This has been his shot. And now he will be basically a placeholder until such time as Jeremy McNichols comes back and Darrington Evans is healthy. Um, they just need bodies at that position at the moment. And that is basically the biggest takeaway from the roster. Uh, Mayburn says, uh, <laughs> Mayburn says, Buck, I got my, I got my haircut today and that guy messed up my beard. Please shout out your barber again. My beard has waves everywhere. Listen, my barber's the best. His name is Demarcus Drumright. D D E E right W R I G H T D right cuts uh, in Donaldson. His shop is the best, and I don't, you know, we don't do free free shouts around here. But listen, my my his work is on display every night and every day on the radio show. So the least we can do is show him a little love. The man kills it. Uh, and actually, I got I got D from uh, from the recommendation of a couple of Titans players uh, a few years ago, and I've had D's been my barber for. I think like five years now. I mean, once once you have a good one, you don't let him go. Uh, somebody's asking me about Malcolm Butler off IR. Man, like, uh, you know, like the IR jokes are funny, but I really, I really just hope that Malcolm's okay. Like, I know that that sounds kind of cheesy and corny and lame, but um, I mean, you guys know that, like, Mal- Malcolm after like all the IR jokes, like he came on the six one five sessions and he had fun with it in a way that he didn't have to, right? Like, he's he's always been a pleasure to cover. I hated to see him go, even though I understood why they did it this year. And then whatever's happened in, whatever's happened in, uh, in Arizona, it sounds pretty serious that he would just outright retire with two weeks to go before the season. Um, maybe you don't care about that because the Titans play the Cardinals and Malcolm Butler was going to be defending Julio Jones or A.J. Brown or or any of your wide receivers, but like I straight up just hope that he is, uh, I hope that he's all right because that's a really, really tough situation. And I actually, you know, I'm sure plenty of people are reaching out to Malcolm Butler right now, but I did as well just to kind of check in. So hopefully, um, hopefully everything with him and his family and his entire situation ends up being all right because to have him retire like this so abruptly, that's, uh, that's really a shame. Anyway, uh, let's do the gone viral. Let's see if we can't laugh a little at the end of the show. Uh, yeah, Dom Odell says, didn't know he retired. Yeah, they put him on the retirement list today. Uh, it's It stinks. It really stinks. Anyway, um, if, if I get any updates from Malcolm, I'll let you guys know for sure. So let's do the gone viral video of the week. The question is, name a player who should play for Bishop Sycamore. If you've been following the story at all. And if you haven't, I don't know what to tell you. It's ridiculous. There's a fake high school out here playing games on ESPN, and I can't, uh, I can't get enough of this story. So the gone viral video is name a player who should play for Bishop Sycamore. Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll discuss at length together right after I tell you about Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. 
Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They are the best in the business. They will get you in your comfort zone because the weather right now is crazy and you want to make sure that you in your home are safe, secure, and more, most importantly, comfortable. Brymac Mechanical can do that. Just give them a look up on their website at B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. All right. Name a player who should play for Bishop Sycamore, which is not a real thing. Panda Wilson says Donovan Romaine. That's a good one. Daniel on Facebook says, heard Cam Newton is looking for a job. Ken Kaniff says Tim Tebow. Johnny Manziel for Chris McKinney. Man, you guys are the worst. This, this story is insane. So apparently a fake high school named Bishop Sycamore tricked uh, a company called Paragon into putting their games or selling their games to ESPN to be run on national television. And so the television broadcast was laugh out loud funny because there are players on Bishop Sycamore's roster on the field that the play-by-play announcers can't find on the roster because the school doesn't exist. Now the injured player for Bishop Sycamore is number 54. We do not have a 54 on the roster we were given. it's there's no 54 there's no bishop sycamore i heard that the head coach just got fired which is ridiculous because how can you get fired from a job that's not real this is a team that apparently played a game 48 hours prior to playing this game it's wild how this happened awful announcing did a really good reporting story on it but it's just a fake high school that popped up out of nowhere uh and i uh it cracked me up 100 nathan nathaniel says man titeo's girlfriend Xavier Clements says Des Fitzpatrick and Mason Kinsey starting for Sycamore next week. Uh, <laughs> guys are the worst. Dom Odell says Josh Gordon. All of these are great answers, and I'm glad that we got a laugh at the end of the show. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, if you have Titans questions, post roster cuts, send them to my DMs on Instagram. We're going to do a roster cut podcast tomorrow for Thursday on the 615 Sessions podcast. So subscribe, rate, and review. Send your questions for the mailbag. We will read them aloud and we will answer them together. New episode of the install with Greg Cosell and myself from, uh, well, not myself from NFL Films, but Greg Cosell from NFL Films and myself. We're talking about the most important games of week one. We're doing it in a two-part podcast series. The Titans and the Cardinals are going to be a part of it, but we are talking about all of the biggest and best games in week one in the NFL. So that will be available in your podcast feeds also, and one more podcast plug, because I just saw the video come out. Uh, I'm on Bustin' with the Boys tomorrow with Will Compton and Darren Bates. It was fun. We talked about Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul. We talked about being Vrabeled. We talked about Trent Dilfer, the Titans, how bad Nebraska looked against Illinois. So make sure you subscribe, rate, review to Bustin' with the Boys. And, uh, you know, that's about all the podcasts I could. I, that may be all of the podcasts in the world. That's all I got left to plug. But you know what, Brian? The show rolls on, and we do another primetime show tomorrow night, as well as all of the great content that we are producing for you, plus the radio show tomorrow, of course, from 10 to 1. Loaded show. Make sure you're there. 104.5 The Zone. I will be there, and I will be bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and ready to go, because I'm not tired yet. I can't go! Oh!